So the worst kept secret in MMA, well in recent MMA history, is finally out. Two days ago it was announced that Francis Ngannou has signed a partnership with the PFL. Now all this talk of fumbling the bag, did he? Has he? Has Francis Ngannou fumbled the bag? Let's talk about it. Before we do, my name is Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. So, <clears throat> there's a number of kind of perspectives I want to discuss uh, while I talk about this topic. But the first thing I just want to talk about is the announcement itself because um, the news broke on Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning UK time. So I was shocked when I saw a tweet from DAZN MMA of all Twitter pages because DAZN MMA Twitter is a very new Twitter profile. They've only, they've probably got less than a thousand followers. And I saw, and I follow them because I'm sad. Um, but I, I saw the tweet and I was like, hold on a minute. I haven't seen Francis say anything. I haven't seen the PFL say anything. So I went on the DAZN MMA Twitter profile and yeah, it was the legit one. And they were the first people that I saw um, announces and I saw the New York Times article then I saw PFL announce it then I saw Francis announce it then I saw Ariel Hawani who would have been up at the crack of dawn to be part of this whole rollout and this whole process and I thought to myself right okay I knew this was happening I knew this was happening but now that it's happened why do I feel slightly empty about it all so let's talk about my own perspective right I'm not going to lie to you, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that Francis Ngannou isn't in the UFC fighting the best of the best. I'm disappointed that there's a chance that I will never get to see Francis Ngannou against John Jones in the heavyweight division for the unified undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. I'm upset. I'm sad. I really wanted to see that fight. I really wanted to see Francis Ngannou against John Jones. And now it feels like it's not going to happen. The other part of me that felt slightly upset is the fact that the announcement itself confirmed that Francis Ngannou isn't fighting in the PFL until 2024. That's a long time. That is a hell of a long time. A lot can happen from now until 2024. And I'm a fan of Francis Ngannou. I love watching him fight. And I've got to wait another year. That'll be two years since his last fight. Shall we check that? Any YouTuber worth his soul would have done the due diligence and checked this information. But while I'm here, I'm just going to quickly go on Wikipedia, type in Francis and Ganu, and I'm going to check when he fought Cyril Gan. And I have a feeling it's November 2021 or something like that. It is January 2022. Not bad, two months out. But the point is, it will be over two years until we see him fight in the MMA. I was going to say Octagon, but now he'll be fighting in the smart cage, right? Do you know what I mean? So I'm a little bit like, oh, that's a bit of an anti-climax. I thought once he signs, we'll see him fight sooner rather than later. We've got plenty of time this year to get a boxing match in and then an MMA fight. We're only in May. We've still got seven months of the year left so yeah the fact that he's not fighting till 2024 given the fact that Francis Ngannou is 37 is he how old is he 36 he'll be 37 in September so he might even be 38 when he fights next in the MMA space in the smart cage right so those, those are the things that disappointed me 
But the reaction to since Francis Ngannou left the UFC, since it was made official, since Dana White had that moment in the post-fight press conference, I think it was, um, in a post-fight press conference where he started talking about Francis Ngannou, how they made him the biggest offer they've ever made to a heavyweight in the history of the organisation, how Francis Ngannou just doesn't want to fight difficult fights and he's gone off and he's going he's gonna to find easy fights. Since then, there's been this narrative B where, where people are talking about Francis Ngannou and how he's mismanaged his career. I've spoken about it. I've made videos in the past talking about Francis Ngannou and how he may be on a hiding to nothing, chasing this boxing dream, trying to chase the biggest names in the sport and trying to engage with Tyson Fury and taking what Tyson Fury says for his word, which I've always said is a big mistake. I made a video um, after Tyson Fury fought Dillian White and Francis Ngannou jumped in the, in the, in the, in the ring. I made a video after that saying this fight isn't going to happen. I don't know why Francis Ngannou is believing the words that come out of Tyson Fury's mouth, but I'm going off on a tangent. Let's get back on topic. When when it was announced that Francis Ngannou and UFC had parted ways, right? I thought to, like I'd seen all of this negativity around Francis Ngannou. People talking about him and and how he's mismanaged his career and how he's going to end up with. Um, less than the UFC offered him and how he should have just taken that deal, blah, 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 X, Y, Z, right? And I find it quite funny, right, with um, with fans of combat sport because I've never, I've never been in a debate with someone when we're talking about two football teams or two footballers or two cricket players or two, I don't know, any other non-combat related sport where we're talking about two tennis players right and we're discussing who we believe is a better player or sportsman sportswoman and how much they earn never comes into the conversation that's never one of the points where we say oh he's better because he's earns 300 grand a week whereas your guy only earns 150 grand a week Whereas whenever it comes to combat sports, boxing and MMA, money, money always seems to be something that fans are really, really interested in. And it boils down to the fact that combat sports is a lawless place. There's no rules. People can just do what they want, how they want in this loosely kind of malleable framework. As long as you don't go too crazy with it, no one really gives a fuck. Do you know what I mean? And with this BKFC guy coming out saying, oh, Francis Ngannou's pricing himself out. Uh, Chatri Chittadong, I hope I pronounced that correctly, from 1FC coming out saying, we've pulled out of the race to sign Francis Ngannou, when really they didn't stand a chance anyway. All of this stuff added salt, added salt to the wound, added, added to the momentum of the narrative around Francis Ngannou and how he's made this massive mistake and how he's fumbled the bag. But to me, and I've said this in previous videos as well, so I'm just reiterating stuff that I've already said. It all, it all just boils down to how do you define the bag? What is the bag? Because to you, the bag might be taking the hardest fights possible and making the most money possible in this bubble that is MMA. Right? To Francis, the bag 
clearly isn't just being in the UFC and and um, trying to make as much money as the UFC will allow him to make within that organization. That isn't the bag to him. Clearly, to Francis Ngannou, the bag is his freedom. The bag is the ability to earn revenue outside of what happens when that cage door closes. That's the bag. The freedom to explore opportunities to fight in a boxing match. That's the bag for him. And if what these press releases are saying is to believe to be believed, then the PFL are also rewarding him financially um, in parity to what the UFC potentially could have awarded him. But there's a reason why there's a saying that money don't buy happiness. Because Francis Ngannou, let's not forget, he's already earned a shit ton load of money. He's already rich. He's far richer than he ever probably dreamed he could be coming from where he's come from. So when he's worked his way into a position where he's comfortable and his family, whether, in, whether they're in the States or whether they're in Africa, they're comfortable, they're rich, they're millionaires. He's got into a position where he's already secured the bag. You can't fumble the bag when you've already secured it. He's already got it. He's already got the money that he needs to be comfortable and happy in life. Now, when we project our own value of value of money onto someone else, and when we project our own feelings towards finances on someone else, that's on us. It's not on him. It's not on him. And it's been clear. He's adamant. He's been talking about this since before he became the UFC champion. He's, he wanted to be a boxer. This MMA thing was just a happenstance. It just happened. He didn't intend to be an MMA fighter. He just happened to be good at it. And he's now got this opportunity to pursue a dream that he's had since he was a child. Now, to me personally, um, I worry about Francis Ngannou being able to realise that dream just because I follow boxing enough to know how shady it is and how many snakes there are slithering in the grass in that sport and how fragmented it is and how difficult it will be for him to secure a fight with a top heavyweight um, and also earn the type of money that um, that people believe exist in the sport of boxing. Like, you, you, you talk to the, the layman MMA fan and in their head they just assume, oh yeah, Francis Ngannou is just going to make 30 million if he fights. Tyson Fury he's just going to make 50 million if he fights AJ first and foremost getting a fight against one of those names is going to be very very difficult especially with what the landscape of the heavyweight division currently looks like with all these rumors about what's going on in 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 Saudi Arabia and this tournament are they trying to put together at the end of the year Tyson Fury he's he's he, like Tyson Fury it it all depends what side of the bed he wakes up on each morning in terms of what you're going to get from him like there's so many moving parts, it will be difficult just because there's these four, the four top names in the division, there's these negotiations going on about them not having this tournament at the end of the year. Where Francis Ngannou fits in that equation is outside. He's not in the equation. So with that being said, if he's having this MMA fight in 2024, he's spoken about a warm-up fight at some point this year. I don't know whether that's necessarily a good idea, but then again, if it makes him happy, who the fuck are we? See, again, I'm talking about Francis Ngannou boxing and earning as much money as possible from that endeavour. What if he just wants to fight 
What if he doesn't care about the purse? What if he's happy with what he's got and he just wants to test himself in a boxing ring? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, he's already climbed to the top of the mountain when it comes to MMA. He became the world champion and um, technically he didn't really defend his title, did he? Because uh, Cyril Garn was the interim champion, I believe. Yeah, Cyril Garn was the interim champion when, when they fought each other. But he climbed to the top of the mountain in emphatic fashion by knocking out Stipe Miocic. And then he had, um, he had that battle with Cyril Garn whilst negotiating the knee injury that he had throughout that fight. And he cemented himself as the best heavyweight in the world at that moment in time. So when he's achieved everything he needs to do in, from a sporting sense within the UFC, which is obviously the premier organisation when it comes to mixed martial arts, when he's achieved financial freedom, I'd assume, with the money that he's earned over the years, when he's secured his family back in um, Africa or whether they're, they're in the States, he's free. All of these people on social media talking about financial freedom. Hey, man, you should do this, and so you can be, you can, you can achieve financial freedom, and you can just travel whenever you want to travel. I don't know why I did that shit American accent, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. He's he's achieved that, and now he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do when he wants to do it. What if he sat down and said to himself, you know what, really securing the baggage for me, it is to go to the PFL, fight lesser opposition. And not as much, but nearly as much money as um, I, I would have earned in the UFC. Still maintain my winning streak and have less risk for long-term injury so I'm healthy when I'm older. What if that's the bag for him? He secured it. He hasn't fumbled it. He has secured it. So, fair play to Francis Ngannou. I understand the frustration of fans, right? Because I'm one of them. I understand the frustration around all of this because we just wanted to see him fight John Jones. That's all we wanted. But it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be because Francis Ngannou clearly values his own self-respect, um, wanting to feel wanted by an organisation, not having this horrible feeling of conflict with, with, with the people that are supposed to be promoting you, which is clearly how he's felt over the years. He just wanted a fresh start. Sometimes you've got to do that. Are you telling me none of you lot have worked in an organisation where um, you don't like a colleague? Are you telling me you've never been in a situation, a teacher, that you just like you hate that teacher and that teacher treats you like shit but you can't do nothing you can't do you just got to wait till the end of the year till you move up a year and hopefully you get a different teacher like that was that was the situation that francis Ngannou was in he had other options he wanted to explore other options and he took another option when it comes to mma and that option still allows him to explore this opportunity to box so he hasn't fumbled the bag has he how can he how can he have fumbled a bag when he's comfortable financially and he seems to be happy? Isn't that what life's meant to be about? One thing that I will say that really, really did annoy me is John Jones. You can't call yourself the baddest man on the planet when you're across the street. Oh, you can't call yourself the baddest man on the planet from across the street. Bruh. This is the same guy that sat out for fucking three years. And in that period, he's, he, 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 he's, he, he's used his time 
to drink in a car, shoot guns and get arrested. He used that time to have physical altercations with his wife and get arrested and headbutt police car bonnets and not fight. In the time when Francis Ngannou was the top of the tree, it was at the top of the tree in the heavyweight division. Like, Francis Ngannou had, had been calling for John Jones for literally months, if not years, whilst he was a heavyweight. And that was the same time period when John Jones came out and said, hey, how come Deontay Wilder is earning $10 million? How come Tyson Fury is earning $10 million? I want to be paid on the same level as Deontay Wilder and, and, and Tyson Fury are. I'm not going to fight. I'm moving up to heavyweight. I need to be compensated. That's what he was saying. He was having the same fucking argument with the UFC that Francis Ngannou had with the UFC. The only difference is... Francis Ngannou left with leverage and earned a contract elsewhere that is paying him handsomely. John Jones was trapped. He had fights remaining on his contract, so he just had to negotiate a better deal and sign a new eight-fight contract with the UFC. I hated, I hated John Jones saying that. Because, look, I respect him as a fighter. I don't respect what he stands for outside the octagon. I don't respect how self-centered he is. He's, he seems like he's a narcissist and every situation kind of, he, he kind of has to make it about himself. And this is just another example of that. Anyway, rant over, 17 minutes and I think that's enough. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. As always, put your comments below. Let me know what you thought about what I have said. Please feel, please, please, please feel free to share your own opinion in the comments below. I'll catch you guys later.